97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Right now, another Reardon Roundtable veteran, State Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman, is with us. How are you this afternoon? How are things in Jeff City? Is someone at the dais right now just kind of reading from a book and filibustering? Is that what's going on or not? I don't want to alarm you, but we had a normal, productive day today. So we are, you know... We're, we're trains on the tracks and it's running forward. So. Oh my goodness, that's unbelievable! It really is. Well, I know. Look, on a, on a okay. serious front, I, I wanted to have you on and, and maybe get into this um, IP reform just a little bit. And I want to do it from this perspective. When you guys talk about IP reform and listeners hear you talk about that, they have no idea what you're talking about because it sounds like internet protocol. And I, I'm even in a situation where over the course of the last year, I hear lawmakers talk about this. Now I have a pretty um, solid belief here, Mary Elizabeth that if you went around to people in the state of Missouri and you asked them what the priority should be in the state legislature, there may be three or four people that would say IP reform. So I, I need this to be explained to folks in, in why it's important, why it's important to Republicans. Let me cull it down in the way that I can right now, and then you can correct me, okay? And I'm sure that you will. Essentially, okay, so you you, have shot. Republicans go. have a supermajority in the legislature, and we have a Republican governor. So in theory, if ever, in theory, that's the thing, if everyone's getting along, well, you can get a lot done on the Republican side and get it pushed across the table to the governor. And then you have a law that's in effect in Missouri. And certainly that's what the legislature is all about. The Democrats don't have that because they're in the super minority. So the way that they try to get policy passed is through initiative petitions. They go out, they collect ballot signatures. People get to vote on recreational marijuana, for example, or abortion, which is why this is an issue right now. So I'll let you kind of take it from there. But is anything that I said right there inaccurate or is that is that kind of breaking down some of it? It's I think it's a part of it, but it's you're kind of, I think, maybe missing the forest for the trees. So at its heart, it's the initiative petition reform process is about whether people should ultimately have an authority to, to be able to take something directly to the ballot to vote on it, on policy or on our founding document, which is the Constitution. I don't think anybody in the state thinks that we shouldn't have it be that people should be able to put something on the ballot to vote on. But there's a question of whether that should be a statute, you know, like a normal law, right. or whether it should be in our founding document and our Constitution. Exactly. And because it's as easy to change the Constitution at the ballot as it is to change state statute, nobody tries to change state statute, and they just put everything in the Constitution. So we have pot policies. We have bingo. We have hundreds and hundreds of pages in our founding document, and we've had over 100 amendments that have been passed and put onto our Constitution. Over decades. Instead of, over, decades, over decades, instead yeah. of just, you know, less than two dozen that we've had at the federal level over two centuries. So let, let me kind of focus in on that. So you're saying you can't, because this is maybe somewhat new to me, you can go out and gather signatures and you can do something that would be in the statutes versus having it enshrined in the Constitution? What are the, you know, the process? The Republicans are saying anybody should be able to put something on the books as a statute, as a law, like any other law, murder, theft, mm -hmm. whatever, but shouldn't really be able to change the Constitution as easily because you get 
all kinds of administrative stuff in there that just frankly doesn't belong in there and should just be a state statute. Well, I would say that the recreational marijuana, uh, you know, initiative petition is a good example of that. Look, I, I supported that concept certainly in theory, and I did vote for it, but I also criticized it because it was long, it was, you know, complicated. It should not have been a constitutional amendment. I, I think we can and it agree was pretty on that. Poorly, and it was pretty poorly written, right? So what it should have been, if you want to put in the Constitution, people can use marijuana— then that should be basically one sentence. People should use marijuana, and the legislature should figure out what are the rules and regulations around making sure that kids don't get access, that it's safe, that you know that kind of a thing. But because it's as easy to write a statute by gathering signatures, or change the Constitution, rather, by gathering signatures as it is a statute, well, then they put it in the Constitution, and we can't fix a badly written process because almost always when you try to change the law, there's tweaks that need to be made afterwards after you take the first shot at it. So that's what we're trying to do with initiative petition process is try to stop changing our founding document to have all kinds of junk in it that it don't belong in a constitution. Get more at 971talk.com.